Have you heard about Propane Taxi? Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service, and it's ridiculously easy to order a propane grill tank delivered right to your door. Now's the perfect time of year to get outside and grill with family and close friends or heat up the patio. Make sure you've got propane for any occasion. Go to propanetaxi.com, use promo code TANK10, and your first tank exchange is just $10. Promo code TANK10 for a $10 tank exchange. No delivery fees, no commitment, and no contact. Propanetaxi.com. Propane grill tank home delivery. Promo code TANK10. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brunett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We're better known as the caring place here in South Florida and have been serving the homeless and the needy for 96 years. Started this in 1922. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brummett. I happen to be the president, and I've been here 27 years. It doesn't seem like that, but it's been a, such a, a great journey to see so many people that were once destitute, that were hopeless, that were homeless, come through our doors and become successful people in life. Not just have homes, but be happier people, better parents, uh, better community, uh, have better community awareness and be better citizens. Well, this morning, I'm normally here solo, but I have a wonderful surprise for everybody. I have my lovely wife, Marilyn, is here this morning. Good morning, Marilyn. Well, good morning. It's great to be here. And you've done this show. You've opened for me many times, too. You, you also have yes. done interviews. And so our listeners, our steady listeners, you should not be a stranger to. But if this is your first time tuning in, this program uh, is about eight years old, and we came up with this with IOD, WIOD, because of all the doom and gloom and all the bad things that were happening in the world. And, and even today, you know, there's just tragedy. There's earthquakes. There, we just had the hurricane up in Florence. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And here locally, uh, we've had so many problems. Last year was our hurricane season. Mm -hmm. Through it all, and I've seen this firsthand, there is a lot of good in our community here in South Florida. Uh, there's people that care about others. There's people that are compassionate. There's so many different agencies and organizations and faith groups that are trying to make a difference. You know, they see a gap in services. They Maybe a person doesn't have something and they, they, they're able to come alongside and help them. Or maybe a person suffering from autism, you know, one of the children, there's autism groups and we have cancer groups and Laura's kids and, and on and on and on. So this program is, is really to be about what's good happening and not only in our centers in Miami and Hollywood and Pompano, but what's good in in our communities here. And Marilyn, we have a great program today, don't we? Yes, we do. And I want to tell you what happened just last night. We had our Night of Joy. Talk about good news. Night of Joy was held at our Miami campus and our faith partners came together and they had a night of praise and worship. And it was just amazing. In fact, uh, some of the churches that have banded together actually have formed something called the crew and they go out on the streets and they actually go to the homeless and they not only pray with them they give them hygiene and they ask them at that point in time if they would like to come in off the street and then they we follow with a van and so if they say yes we just say we'll come on into the van we take them right back to the center so this group of churches have really been boots on the ground and it's amazing what they have accomplished and uh, they 
Uh, they've done this before. They did it last year, a night of joy. And uh, they actually raise funds. And they're right now, their goal is to renovate our older chapel, which is also used for emergency services every night. So it, it really needs renovation. And so it was a great time of rejoicing. A lot of praise going on. Yes, and our faith liaison, Patricia McFoy, i got to give you some kudos out there. If you'd like to know more, maybe your faith group would like to get involved. We're looking for that. We want people not just to give us their money. Well, of course, we need your donations. But to come out and get involved and also give the people in your, maybe your synagogue, your church, a place where they can actually serve others. So go to caringplace.org slash faith. That's caringplace.org slash faith. You'll learn more. Again, Patricia, if you're listening this morning, God bless you. You and your team did a great job. Everyone that participated, uh, just a lot of, there was a lot of smiles, there was a lot of laughter, but there was a lot of tears too. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's all about bringing spirituality. And as a Christian organization, we don't run away from it. We're followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you come through our doors, you don't, you don't have to be of any certain faith or you could be an atheist. We're still going to try to help you. But our DNA goes back to 1922 when preacher and his wife came down to Miami and started feeding the homeless on the street. So that was a great, 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 great evening. But today you also have some great guests. Oh, yes, we do. And Leanne's going to be doing those interviews with uh, the hospitality at Miami-Dade College with Daniel and then also Jessica from Youth Move of Miami. Uh, she'll be talking. And it's all about people who are making a difference in our community. And you don't want to miss then the interview that I have with one of our past residents, Gloria, and she'll be giving her testimony. And I think that's really the heart of the show is when you hear those testimonies of change lives. And can I tell about a couple upcoming events? Well, on October the 20th, we're having our flea market. And uh, that's going to be held in Miami Gardens at uh, our new church property. If you'd like to know more information, go to caringplace.org slash G for G. And also on October 27th is Woman on Fire. And uh, that's to benefit our women and children that are in our centers. It's going to be a fashion show and a fire show. Those tickets are $30. And you can get those online by going to caringplace.org slash fire. So two great events, all helping women and children. Right. And you know, we can't do all that we do. We're serving over 1,300 men, women, and children every single day. Uh, that's a lot of wear and tear in our buildings. That's a lot of clothing that we provide, a lot of hygiene product that we provide. Uh, just to have the mattresses and the sheets and the pillowcase, it just takes a lot. One of the easiest ways, if, you, if you're thinking about volunteering this fall, uh, one of the easiest ways you can get it, help us is, is become part of our Pack the Pantry food drive. We do this every fall. You simply go to caringplace.org slash pantry. Uh, this is a no-brainer. Uh, you can contact us through the website. We'll send you out brown paper bags that tell you what to put in it. We're looking for non-perishables. Uh, yeah, non and uh, when you go to your local supermarket, I'm not going to just single out one, but almost everyone now has a buy one, get one, the BOGO. So if you see a can of beans, BOGO, get one for you and family and get some for one, one in need. And we really are just so amazed. Some people will do just a couple bags and they'll bring them to one of our centers in Miami or Hollywood and Pompano. But others, uh, organizations, schools, synagogues, places of worship, 
condominium associations. They go, we've even had children, Marilyn, you know this, mm -hmm. have taken a wagon oh, yes. and gone door to door in their yes. neighborhood with uh, boxes and, and asking people to help feed the hungry and, and feed the poor. So it's a very simple way to get involved. If you have larger donations, uh, you just get some big old cardboard boxes. We don't provide them, but we do have flyers. You can stick on them saying, you know, here's our canned food drive. Condominium associations, you know, some are 12, 14, 15, 18 stories high. Uh, they'll see that box in the in the foyer when they come in or when they just get done a shopping. It's so easy. And we'll also be partnering with other local supermarkets during the course of the next three, two or three months. They'll be doing special food days, and, and it's going to be fun. But you can make a difference that way. And we also, as we move into the fall months, uh, we're looking to feed over 250,000 meals. Now, that includes, of course, the holidays coming up, Thanksgiving and Christmas and so on. But it costs us about $2.10 a meal. You can do the food drive. We want you to do the food drive. But while you're there, you know, for $20, you can help provide 10 meals. And even better yet, we, we'd like you to become a monthly donor. Go to our Meals a Month. It's right there on the front page. Just slash meals. It's right on the front page. And $10, $20, $30 a month, whatever you feel. You know, for $10, it's not even a movie and a drink. You know, for $20, maybe it's two people going to the movie and, and two drinks. It's so economical. And we have said this, and I have seen this, and Marilyn, uh, you can echo in. We really do know that hope often begins with the meal. Oh, yes. And uh, we've seen it over and over. They don't come in through the doors because, you know, they want a big dramatic life change. They're coming through the doors because they're hungry. Yes. They're tired. They need a place to rest for a night or so. You know, that old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Well, we say, well, you can lead a horse to, to water, but you can make him thirsty. That's right. And that's what we try to do. And the meals are so important because normally volunteers are serving it. People just understand that it goes beyond just, you know, what they see down on a plate. Is somebody is saying, hey, you can do this. Mm -hmm. You can make it. You can change your life. Here's, here's a place you can start with no rules. Mm -hmm. Well, again, we have a tremendous program. Thank you for listening. Uh, go to our website at caringplace.org to find out how you can get involved and make a difference in someone's lives this holiday season. And stay tuned right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Leanne Navarro here, the Community Development Associate for the Miami Center. We have in the studio today Daniel, uh, the Grand Coordinator from Miami Dade College Hospitality Institute. How are you doing, Daniel? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. And forgive me, how do you pronounce your last name? It's Gordin. G O U R D I N E. I, I, I didn't want to kill it. Yeah, people <laughs> like to say Gord, you know, Gord. They, they see it as Gord. Dying, but it's actually Gordine. Oh, thank you so much for that. I'm, I'm so excited you're here. Uh, you went to our Christmas in July uh, event, and for our listeners that never heard that before, uh, every year we help our community, the homeless and the hungry of our community, by hosting a career fair event, right? Where we invite partners in our community, such as Miami Day College Hospitality Institute. You were one of the agencies, uh, one of the many uh, that came out to our Miami Center yep. to That's provide correct. resources and information and anything and everything that you guys had to offer. How was that experience for you? It's always a pleasure and a wonderful experience. First of all, thank you for having me here. It's always wonderful to um, 
be a part of the many community events. Um, there's a lot of change happening in Miami and to be able to provide, you know, a educational resource for anyone um, to, you know, want to go back to school or learn something to, you know, better themselves uh, professionally. It's always a great pleasure to be a part of those events and, and reach out to the community and, you know, offer the great trainings that we have to individuals that may, you know, want to get a career, particularly in hospitality and culinary. So it was it was great meeting all of the, the individuals that came through and, and inquired about our trainings of what we do and what we have to offer, because it's all about, you know, helping the community and, and making, you know, everyone to have a great life, a great professional life is, you know, prospering personally as well. So it was just a wonderful event. And you guys, you guys were a terrific uh, company and organization to have there. Um, education is so important. Yes. And I know I love, love Miami-Dade College, the medical campus, the general campus, the hospitality institute. I mean, anything Miami-Dade College is just uh, what a wonderful, uh, high-quality, amazing education. Yes. And a lot of our guys from the center and the women, they actually, when they finish at our education center, mm -hmm. many of them go on to Miami-Dade College and get degrees in, yes. in anything. I mean, whatever they're dreaming of, right? Making it a reality through education. So tell me about the Hospitality Institute. I can't wait. So the Hospitality Institute um, actually started um, back in 2008. So we just actually had our 10-year anniversary since it's been open. Um, it was started by a uh, Local hotel owner, Julie Grimes, she owns the uh, Hilton Bentley in South Beach, as well as the Double T Grand in um, downtown Miami. And at the time in 2008, um, you know, the hospitality industry in Miami or in South Florida in general was really starting to, you know, boom. And, you know, there was a, a demand for employees and there's a shortage of employees. So she's, you know, many of the hotels wanted to start to outsource their employees from overseas. And, you know, she came up with the idea, well, we've got people right here in our inner city. Let's, you know, get them some hospitality training and let's get them employed and, you know, you know, source our employees from the locals here. So she started that training in Overtown, actually, and um, it has just flourished and grown over the years. Um, you know, it started out as a four day job readiness training, and that has just transitioned from that training to other trainings that we do. So basically what we do at the Hospitality Institute is we provide workforce trainings for hospitality, um, hands-on training, um, job readiness training, life skills, um, those things um, for individuals that live in particularly the low-income areas of Miami-Dade County. Um, we'll put them through trainings, um, give them certifications, um, and then help them with job placement assistance um, to trying to find, you know, jobs in the hospitality industry, which is the largest, you know, industry, working industry here in South Florida. Um, and, you know, we've been very fortunate um, to continue our trainings through, you know, wonderful funders such as Career Source South Florida, the City of Miami CRA, the Overtown CRA, as well as private funders such as the Brayman Foundation, uh, Mr. Wolfson. Um, they're all big supporters of our programs and the college overall. So um, we're in our 10th year of, of conducting trainings, and now we have trainings, you know, across the county um, besides just the 
downtown location. Um, we have trainings in the Homestead uh, um, area with Miami-Dade College camp, Homestead campus down there. Uh, we're going to be expanding to the Miami-Dade College North Campus very, very soon, That's as wonderful. well as um, the Coconut Grove area um, with the new Miami-Dade College Gibson Center. So we have trainings across the county, um, and we also do you know specialized trainings for certain groups that have reached out to us. So um, we're all over. That's amazing. And I couldn't think of a, I mean, hospitality. And, and you did mention that um, in Miami, what a beautiful city that we live in. But And one of our, uh, I guess, greatest successes, if I yes. can name it anything, is the tourism, right? Yes, so, yes. I mean, of course, you can have a career in the hospitality industry yes. because we have, I mean, this city, um, it's, there's so much of that, right? There's yes. so, such a great need. There's so much hospitality going on right now. You know, um, even when I moved here to Miami, you know, it was a lot. And now just to see the growth and development of everything, um, like recently we just took a, we ran a summer camp with students from Booker T. Washington High School. And oh, we were fortunate wonderful. enough to take them on the new Brightline train that has opened up um, that's going to be continuing going to Orlando. So there's that. Um, there's still talk of new nonstop flights from China to Miami, from Africa wow. to Miami. <laughs> uh, there's, you know, a new port, a new station at the port of Miami that's being built. New cruises are coming in. More hotels are opening up. It's just, it's just bananas. Everything is just growing and growing. So um, we have so much to offer yeah, in that so industry. Much to offer. <laughs> and you know, we've been great enough with the industry booming with our program. We've been able to place, you know, over fifty percent of people that complete our program in jobs in those hospitality organizations and businesses. So um, it, hospitality is it's just a great field. You, you know, you meet so many different people from all over the world. The connections you make, it's just, it's just. Amazing amazing their long-lasting con connections their friendships um and it's just a wonderful industry to be in and you and know so much room to grow so much i mean grow. there is so much that you can do once you go um in that path yeah now you mentioned homestead you mentioned kendall you're going to north campus that's amazing and you're also in overtown the fact that you're going to high schools and inspiring the young adults that are sometimes not even sure yeah. what they want to do in life how wonderful that you're able to do that so our listeners now thinking oh my god i want to go into hospitality or i want to tell someone about that how can they get connected uh, with the Hospitality uh, Institute? So we have, um, currently we have um, running our advanced trainings, which is our um, four week, uh, excuse me, six week hospitality training and our six week, uh, 10 week culinary training. So we just started a culinary training. We have a session in now, but we will have another one coming up very, very soon, as well as the hospitality trainings. We'll have those happen at the same time. Um, one uh, hospitality training will occur in Homestead and at the Miami College North Campus starting in October. Um, and the culinary training, another one will start in October. And those will continue on through the rest of the year into next year, 2019, ending in June. So individuals that are interested in those trainings, all they have to do is go to Career Source South Florida. And we have six different locations. Of, uh, anyone can go to register. Um, you can go to the South Miami location. You can go to the uh, Northside location, Carroll City. 
um, Coral, uh, Miami Beach, North Miami Beach, or the Key West Key Largo location, and you can complete their eligibility process with them. Um, once you are eligible with them, you're eligible to take our trainings, um, and they will make the connection to the Hospitality Institute, um, which is at the Wilson campus, and um, that information will be, you know, released, and um, that's how to get in contact with us, or if you want to speak to us directly, we're at the Miami-Dade College Wilson campus in uh, Building 3 on the seventh floor um if you have you know need assistance and figure out how do i get registered and things like that thank so you so much daniel <laughs> what a great pleasure to have you yes all over hospitality yeah. what a great idea what a great career thank you so much for yes. joining us today we're so happy thank you so much for having us thank you thank you Leanne Navarro here, the Community Development Associate for the Miami Center. In the studio with us today, Jessica Romagosa, Executive Director for Youth Move Miami, Inc. How are you doing, Jessica? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you again and again and again for inspiring the youth of our community, right? And we're gonna talk about your organization in a minute, but before we do that, thank you again for conducting a bake sale to benefit the homeless and the hungry of our community mm -hmm. and getting all the people that helped you to do so and talking about them. So who did the bake sale and why? So our youth did the bake sale all together. Um, we came together as a group and decided we want to give back. A lot of our youth have been through difficult situations and acknowledge that one of the best ways of change is to give back to the community to improve themselves as well. So we, we thought of this great idea to create this bake sale and get donations in order to help others who are currently going through struggles. My youth are amazing. They are, they are. And I know you brought donations, you brought shoes and clothing. And, yes. And they did it all besides, of course, collecting the proceeds from the bakes sale. So uh, again, my respects to you and, and you, you, you said it. I mean, they've gone through so much, but yet they want to help those in need. That's, that's really remarkable. Right. So tell me about Youth Move Miami, Inc. So Youth Move Miami, Inc. is a youth group um, with ages 12 to 17 as the youth and young adults 18 to 24. All of our youth have been through um, mental health difficulties, substance abuse, a difficult situation, or they just want to make a change in their community. So we get together as a group, we work on different activities, and we get our messages out for change through arts, community involvement, conferences and um, we really work on life skills development in order to really make an impact. We're working on destigmatizing mental health and working on improving services in Miami, but we do it through the arts, through the arts. I love it. Now, I, I have to ask, so all these young adults, they're from different schools in the community or they all go to the same school? How does that work? They're from all over Miami. They've reached out and identified that you know, they've been through something and want to share their story and want to give back. We are located in Miami Gardens, so we do have a lot of Miami Gardens youth, but most of our youth from are from all over. We're a national organization, so these are youth who really have been through something and want to give back. Okay, wonderful. And how our community that is listening, okay, because I know our listeners are always, uh, they help the Miami Rescue Mission and they help yes. all of the other wonderful organizations out there. So how can the community get involved with you guys? 
So if you'd like to get involved with uh, Youth Move Miami, you can reach out um, at jessica at youthmovemiami.org or you can call 954-901-4195. We're always looking for volunteers to do outreach or even ones that want to participate in our wonderful arts activities to really get messages out to the community that's awesome and i know you're also on facebook i found you and i follow yes, you now yes <laughs> and you're under facebook under also youth move miami yes absolutely so jessica i cannot thank you enough i mean i think the youth uh the young adults in our community are so important to feed into them and to help them grow and become wonderful people of our you know of our future and and to make them productive in general and and i think what you guys are doing is amazing i want to thank you and once again i want you to say the uh how they can contact you through the website once again and also the phone number one more time okay so um you can call me at uh sorry you can email me at jessica at youthmovemiami.org or you can contact me at 954-901-4195. You are not alone in any of your difficulties. We are a family, and we work together to really make an impact. So join us. Continue to do so. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me. The most favorite part of our program is when we get to interview people who are either going through life change or have gone through life change and has been one of our residents in one of our campuses. And today I have Gloria with me and she's actually uh, a graduate from the Broward Outreach Center in Pompano. So first of all, welcome Gloria to the program. Thank you. Well, Gloria, um, you know, people always like to hear a story, and every story is different. So let's go back in time and tell our listening audience what brought you originally to the Broward Outreach Center in Pompano. Domestic violence. Well, talk about that a little bit, because a lot of people are very interested in domestic violence and, and what women are going through. So talk about your story in that area. Okay. Uh, well, 23 years I've been married, and my husband, me and him, had a lot of conflicts with the kids. Not with the kids. He loved the kids. He loved me, but he was real violent to me. So my kids didn't graduate and grown, moved out. So I was saying, well, I have to sit here for her. So one day I called 211, and I came here. Now, what kind of domestic violence would you say that you went through? Because there's different types. Sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's emotional, sometimes it's both, sometimes it's something else. What would you say uh, you, you came out of? It was violence and all above. Mm. Yes, it was. And how many years did you deal with that? 19 of it. 19? Yes. 19. Now, there are women listening that may be going through this right now. Why would you say that you stayed in a situation like that for so long? Because my kids. I didn't want no, no other man over my kids but their father. And that's, that's the reason I stayed. So they graduated, they grown, they married, they got on their own. So I had to sit there and take it no more. Now during that time that you were going through that, what, did it ever escalate to the fact that you ever went and sought help uh, during that time? Did you ever go to the police, a friend, or anything? No ma'am. I kept it to myself. So you were one of those silent sufferers. Yes, now, what, was there ever marks that you had to cover up? Or? Yes, ma'am. Yes. 
So I can't, you know, unless you've gone through something like that, it's really hard for somebody else to believe. Now, I know some people might want to judge and say, well, I don't understand why you'd stay that long. And there's others that say, well, I do understand. Um, if you had any advice uh, for someone who might be that silent sufferer, what would you say to them? Don't stay that long like I did. But I had a reason why, because I didn't want another man or my kids, you know, because, you know, there's so much thing happening in the world. You know, where other people be with your kids. So that's the reason I stay. But to me, there ain't no excuse now. I sit back and get it's not no excuse. You know, because you can do it on your own. Now, did your kids see any of that? Not, no, no, no. So they had no clue? No clue whatsoever. And when my kids found out, it's when I moved here and came here. And then I sat down and I let them know what happened. So you must be a very good actress. Yes, I am. Yes. That yes. you can really, you know, you I covered that up. I know I did it. I did yeah. it. You know. Now, what was it like when you actually left? When I left everything. I just left everything. And then when I left, I went up under the tree. They got my little ticket to come to BOC. And then when I got here, I told, no, before I got here, I told my sister to ride around. And I would give him Metro time enough to open up to change my telephone number. That he couldn't get in contact with me, and I couldn't get in contact with him. And that's how it is, and I end up here. And I understand what you mean when you say you went to the tree, because here in Broward, that is a destination that the homeless can go to, and they can uh, get picked up yeah. by the police to take them to a safety place. Uh, maybe I don't have enough time for really uh, delve into that. So why don't we take a break right now, and let's uh, tell... Because the people that are listening, they don't understand that part. So we're going to come back. We're going to tell you what the tree is. We're going to find out, was she? did she go directly to it or was she out on the street for a while? Uh, Gloria's story is very special. I know there's women that are listening or people that know women who are going through this. So please don't turn that dial. We'll be back in just a moment with more of Gloria's story. Well, we're talking to Gloria, and she is telling about her story, and she is one of those women who went through domestic violence and has come out the other side. So, Gloria, we were just at that part of the story where you had left home. You actually said you went to the tree, and I know a lot of people don't understand that. But in Broward County, there's several uh, locations that people can go to, and then the police can actually meet them there and take them to a safe place. So let's go back as to how you got to the tree uh, at home, how did you even know where the tree was? Because you yourself, I'm sure, didn't know that. Yes, that morning my husband, he went to work. And so I got on the phone and called 211, and I told him what I was going through. So they asked me, is I'm sure that's what I want to do? And I said yes. So they gave me the address to get to the tree. So when I got to the tree, they gave me a, a little paper referring me here to BOC. So when I got here to BOC, Everything that like a burden left off of me because I made a big change. And then so when I got here, I broke down because I seen a lot of people was like me, you know. But I thank God I didn't have to live out on the streets when I'm here. Wow. Now that, that was a big momentous decision for you to make that phone call. So basically, uh, we're just going to say, you know, your significant other um, did not know where you were then. And to this day, he still don't know where I'm at. Doesn't know where you're at. Okay. And the kids making it harder that he would not find where I'm at now. Right. Since they know what happened. Yes. So okay. So let's pick up now the, your story. Okay. You came into Broward. You kind of said you found out there were other people like you. So w you're a graduate. 
Yes, ma'am. Okay, so you no longer uh, are at the at the center. Mm -hmm. So tell us, what was your experience here? When I walked in here, I met Miss Addie, the intake lady, and then I met my case manager, Miss Rachel, and Mr. Don Conn. And I, for a few minutes, I, you know, while I was here, I wouldn't talk to nobody. I was just, you know, in shame. Kind of in denial, maybe. Right. But I did, I do it. It's really true. I did, mm -hmm. I did it. I tell anybody, you can do it. So when I got here, started among with other people, you know. So did out. you have some classes and case management that helped you through that? Yes, ma'am. It's classroom A, the computer room, classroom B, that all the rooms, and then the GED class. And you know, now, did you need that? Did I, I didn't need it, but I got it. Okay. I went all back over again, started school all over again. Okay, refresher course. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So you're actually, right now, you're actually seeking a job and uh, looking for that um, that place in your life that you know you're independent and you don't have to depend on really anybody else. Right. But myself. Well, um, this might be a good time to just reiterate that uh, we've talked about on air about Cover Girls. Cover Girls is a group of women that actually mentor our our women here. Yes. So, did did was you at that time when you had a mentor, or was that before that? Yes, I have a mentor now. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> and she's a Cover Girl. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And how how does that work? Okay, they come here. They talk to you. You know. Well, mine's come, mm -hmm. and she had me to get made up by Mary Kay, and then, you know, they help you find a job, you know, they find it here, you know, and come back and say, well, I know where someone, a job at, you know, you go and try, you know, they help you out a lot. It's amazing. Yes, they Yeah. It's a group of women that have really banded together to say we want to help women uh, that are going through the most difficult time in their life, and they commit to once to twice a month to come and mentor one of our ladies, and they do a lot more than that. So if you're interested in Cover Girls, I can say go to BrowardOutreachCenter.org, and there is an icon there that says Cover Girls. They meet every second Saturday, and they come together, and they talk, and uh, they plan uh, all kind of things, and they help each other so they don't get discouraged because uh, sometimes, you know, they get a little discouraged as they may talk to the different mentees, but most of them are pretty positive. Yes, well, thank you, Gloria, for sharing your story. It takes a lot of courage to do that. We hear a lot more from men sometimes, their stories, than from women. So I want to say thank you, Gloria, for sharing your story and for being courageous today. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. Well, what a tremendous testimony of Gloria. And, you know, we serve so many thousands all through the year, but it always does boil down that one person that, that's come through our doors that are hurting, that are troubled, that need some help. You know, you can help make a difference this fall. Marilyn, we have our Pack the Pantry Drive coming up. Why don't mm -hmm. you tell people how they can get involved with our Pack the Pantry Food Drive? Well, it's really easy. If you go to the website, caringplace.org slash pantry, you're going to get the information there. You know, we're going to, after you give us your information, we'll send you out brown paper bags. I know they're old-fashioned, but it's a great way to talk about the need, and you can pass that out to your organization, to your church, to your neighborhood, to, you know, where you go to work at, and say, hey, let's do a food drive, and let's feed the hungry in our own community, in our own backyard. 
backyard. And then we'll also give you the flyers that goes along with that. And it basically gives you the items that we're looking for that. It's non-perishable food items. So it can be a box of, you know, the dried mashed potatoes. You know, it can be noodles. It can be cans. Anything that's non-perishable you can put into those bags. And if you do a really large uh, drive and it's just too much that you can't bring it to us, you can call for a pickup and we'll come and pick it up. So it's easy to get involved and pack the pantry. That's right. And you know, this fall's here. It officially just started last week. But we're going to serve over 250,000 meals this fall. That's a lot of food. So when you say, well, what is my little small can of corn going to do? Well, we have a tremendous volunteer army that comes out and helps us almost on a daily basis. Last year, it was over 9,000 volunteers. Uh, we're getting gearing up for our Thanksgiving banquet coming up and then our Christmas outreach and so on and so on. And all that we do, by the way, is not just to stay busy. It's to show those in our community that have gone through some real rough times that people love them. First of all, that God loves them and has a plan for their life, but then people here are concerned about them. And it's not just to go over and say, hey, I, I did a good thing today, I gave somebody a meal. They People understand that they get it. By the grace of God, they could be in that same position, or they're very grateful for the abundance they have in their own lives, and sometimes not even abundance. They give out of their lack of abundance. But in any case, we're gonna serve a lot of meals. This pack the pantry, when we get these food items, we're hoping that we'll not only give the 250,000 meals, but we'll carry us into the beginning of the year. Just like in the olden days, when your grandparents or your farmers used to pack the pantry, yep. you know, they're getting ready for the winter months. They're getting mm -hmm. up there and making sure they're going to have the vittles and all that good stuff. So we have a lot of people with a lot of can openers and they'll open up those cans and it doesn't take you know 50 60 70 cans you're feeding 100 people 150 people so pack the pantry it's an easy way to get involved but we're also looking for people that have the financial ability and the heart to help us with our meals a month program this is a monthly uh, program and you get a special meals a month um, a membership and yes, all that you do. but it, it's really to help ten dollars a month twenty dollars a month um, you know, what can you, what can you do for $10? Get a couple cu cups of coffee at one of the big coffee places, uh, or $20. That's like maybe two people going to the movies. You really will be impacting lives because when you, you can't talk to someone when they're tired and when they're beat up and when they're hungry and when they're, right. they haven't slept and all. But once you get a meal on people and they get a shower and they get a change of clothes and so on, things can really change. And, and they're now they're open because you've shown them kindness, mm -hmm. you've shown them some compassion. Now, and now you can maybe build some hope up on them that things can get better. So you can go to our website, you can find uh, caringplace.org slash pantry or just go to the main site and you can find out upcoming meals a month. Or you or, can go to caringplace.org slash meals. Yeah, I don't want to confuse everybody, but that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, also volunteer, you know, we're coming up with the holidays, toy drives, pamper drives and clothing drives and all sorts of drives you can get involved with. Whatever you feel the Lord's leading you to do to help others in harm's way. And tune in next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. Staying at a hotel is not the same thing as staying at the Fisher House. The Fisher House, I know, is a huge part of land recovery. For somebody like my husband, for them to know that their family members are being taken care of, that's a huge burden off of them. So they can concentrate on their therapies. Just having that assurance that no matter what, as long as we were there for Anson, that someone would be there to take care of us. It took so much weight off our shoulders. How can you help? Go to fisherhouse.org.